Drinkinators, welcome to another Christmas-themed episode of Drinks and a Show. It's me, your BFF Cassie, who hosts this podcast where I spoil every show I do an episode on. To know what future episodes will be about, you can follow the show on Instagram or Twitter, or even both. You just have to search Drink Show Pod just to find it. I also have a Spotify playlist that I've created with all my favorite songs from the shows I've done episodes on. So if you're in the mood to listen to show tunes, which I've never been in a mood when I'm not wanting to listen to show tunes, you can go and check that out. The link to the Spotify playlist is in the episode description or check out the link tree link in those social media profiles of the Twitter and the Insta. So to finish up this Christmas themed, well, I've only done the two. We've done the Grinch before this and then now we're doing Elf the Musical. Spoilers. Uh, We are having a returning guest, Alexi Classic. I know he loves Elf the Movie. So let's see if he will even tolerate Elf the Musical. Alexi, welcome back to Drinks and a Show. How's it going? I'm very well, thank you, Cassie. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Very excited to talk musicals. Perfect. So since we last spoke, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Mm-hmm. Musicals, what have you done? Uh, I think we've only watched Tick, Tick, Boom, which was pretty good. It yeah. was pretty good. The songs were sort of in my head. Um, yeah, it was all right. It was all right. Could that have something to do with that the songs always happen to be playing in the house? Yeah, that doesn't yeah. It doesn't help get it out of your head when it's constantly on. But it's, no, look, hey, it was an enjoyable little flick starring Spider-Man. So today's episode, as a shock to no one, it is Elf the Musical. Now, you like the Will Ferrell movie of the same name. Yeah, it's one of the best Christmas movies there is. How many times would you think you've seen it? I don't know, 20? You had never seen it. I made you watch it because you don't like kids' movies. But yeah. it was good. And I wasn't a kid when it came out. Well, I was. It came out in 2003, but... You were like nine. Yeah. So you were a kid. It's a it's a fa- fun family film for everyone. There's jokes for everyone in it. There is, just like this musical. Now, hearing that there is a musical adaption of the movie... Do you think, hmm, not needed or excited? No. Well, at this point, I understand that there's musical adaptions of everything. And I think, yeah, all of it's unneeded. But, hey, here we are. So, play on. Let's have a crack. I'm interested to hear about it. Uh, There's a 0% chance it could live up to the hype of the movie. Okay, I'll tell you the background of the musical. So, based on the movie from 2003 with Will Ferrell in it, which was allegedly popular at the time... The <laughs> music is by Matthew Schuyler, or I've just spelled it wrong, Sklar, possibly. Lyrics by Chad Beglin, who previously worked together on The Prom and Aladdin. You know The Prom, those songs get stuck in your head. Uh, dead a, mom, dead mom. <laughs> build a prom. Build a wall for everyone. <laughs> Your favorite Make song. them pay for it. So, book is by Bob Martin and Thomas Meehan. 
It was, has been performed on Broadway over two Christmas seasons. So the that's November to like the start of Jan in 2010 and 2012. It's been around the UK too, with the pro shot being the one that I watched from 2017, which was the performance in Manchester. Can you give us a Manchester accent? It's a perfect Manchester accent, it is. An achievement that this musical has, it's the third best-selling show on Thanksgiving weekend in 2010, right behind Wicked and The Lion King. That's meaningless. That's like saying I'm the best podcast guest you had on between December 9th and December 11th, 2021. Well, it's a seasonal thing, and Lion King and Wicked, which are still playing at the moment, and it managed to be the third highest grossing one. That's pretty good, if you care about money stats. No, I'm not a money man. No. So, do you remember much from the movie of what happens? Yeah, I remember the whole movie. Okay, well, we're about to go over it again, but musical-wise. You ready? Yeah. Cool AF. We are told the story of Buddy the Elf by Santa. Buddy the Elf who kept growing and growing. We see him getting ready for another day's work in Santa's workshop. At work, Charlie, the shop manager, tells the elves that they must work twice as hard this year because the more humans don't believe in Santa, the less Christmas spirit that there is, which you need that to make Santa's sleigh fly. It's basic maths. Yeah. Christmas cheer, Christmas spirit equal flying. Back in the old days, you see... They had reindeer. There was, they had reindeer. There was enough magic. They didn't need a, a fancy sleigh, but, you know... Capitalism. No, Peter got involved. A lot of animal rights became a whole thing. Probably. <laughs> I thought you meant like Saint Peter. I'm like, I think he's the same man yeah, as Santa. Saint man. Nick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Saint Peter's like something. You think it's Saint Petersburg? Yep, that's what <laughs> I'm thinking of. I don't know. Um, Charlie, the shop manager, checks on Buddy's progress, making his toys. As usual, he is a bit far behind the others, and he feels terrible about it. Charlie goes, just go and take a break, and as he does, Buddy overhears a conversation between Charlie and another elf, where it's revealed that Buddy is actually a human. Oh my goodness. Is that how he finds out in the movie? Just overhearing uh, yeah. it? Yeah, and then he passes out. Yeah. In this one, he is shocked. Buddy is told by Santa his backstory where he accidentally brought him back from the North Pole. No, not from the North Pole. To the North Pole when Buddy's mother had died and he crawled into a sack of toys. Yeah, he was in a like a like a place where your kids are adopted. Okay, that makes sense. But how did Santa not know that the sack which should be empty by the time you're going back to the North Pole? Magic sack. Magic sack, okay. Like Hermione. Yes. Not me. Not Ron. Hermione. (laughs) He tells Buddy that his father lives and works in New York City. He says his dad is a a successful executive and publishes children's books. But the sad news is he's on the naughty list. Yeah, that's that's a shock to Buddy in the uh, in the movie. Yeah, because he lost his Christmas spirit and he doesn't even believe in Santa. Yeah, that's crazy. So, determined to save his father with Christmas spirit, Buddy sets off to New York to find his dad, who's called Walter... Santa. Hobbs. 
and he sings prequel to Hobbs and Shaw from the Fast and the Furious franchise. He sings a song called World's Greatest Dad and how he's so excited to meet him. Sounds like this is going to end well, right? (laughs) Nothing could go wrong from here. We are then introduced to Walter Hobbs. We can see he is a hard-ass executive kind. Cutting costs, not caring about the kids, but caring about the output. Speaking of capitalism, am I right? Yeah, in the movie he cuts out like the middle couple of pages of a book and just ships it and he doesn't even care. Yeah, that's what happens in this one. Whoa. Yeah. So there's a song called In The Way where they talk about Christmas getting in the way of all the important stuff like cutting the pension for their employees and closing the Delaware branch and meetings and whatnot. Classic corporate speak, you know. All good musicals mention Delaware. Yeah. Walter is stunned to hear Buddy's declaration, because Buddy's in there now, that Buddy is saying that, I'm your son from your ex from college. Because at first he thought he was originally a Christmas Graham just hired to sing, and he goes, yeah, yeah, whatever, sing, do what you need to do. So Walter calls security to take him away, but not before Emily, Walter's wife, takes a bit of Buddy's hair before he leaves and just, you know, keeps it away keeps it away yeah they drop him off at macy's where a manager mistakes him for an employee sent down from corporate office to check on things because he said the big guy up north sent me here so the manager goes oh great head office is here to check on things come on guys do whatever this guy says so they're all trying to decorate the place buddy sees jovi his new co-worker who he finds pretty. But she doesn't really like Christmas. Buddy says, well, you just need to sing Christmas songs. What is it? Spread Christmas cheer for all to hear. And then he sings. He says, it's easy. Uh, I'm in a store and I'm singing. I'm in a store and I'm singing. And they end up singing Sparkle Jolly Twinkle Jingly. Is that in the movie? I don't know what that is. That's a song from the musical and the manager goes, everyone, just please go along with this. Buddy asks Jovi, his favourite co-worker, on a date. She accepts. So in the movie played by Zoe Deschanel? Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. Uh, The next morning at the department store, the Santa who's there for the photo arrives and Buddy can tell straight away... That's not Santa. That ain't the real Santa. And they get in a fight, causing the police to come, and then they end up taking Buddy away, and they're like, hey, where can we take you? And he goes, Walter Hobbs. So they take him to Walter Hobbs' apartment. Now we see Emily and Michael. So Emily will be his stepmom, Michael, his half-brother. They're at home. They let Buddy stay there. They like him. They've got no issue with him. So Michael needs help on his science project. And Buddy goes, well, with his work as an elf, he can easily put together, like, a diorama of things. So he goes, hey, I can help you, but guys, in return, you're going to make some Christmas spirit. So he gets them all to write a letter to Santa. Mm -hmm. And what do they ask for? They ask for the one thing they never get. The dad to be home for Christmas. Yeah, quality time with Walter. Yeah. 
So Buddy fixes a science project and they're all getting along. Walter walks in and he wants Buddy out of there. Get him out of here. Classic Walter speak because it's played by James Kahn in the movie. So he's a bit mobby. Uh, but Emily convinces him to let Buddy just at least stay the night. In the movie, do they talk about having like spaghetti for breakfast? Yeah, that's what he eats for like every meal. Spaghetti with maple syrup. Yeah. Because they're like, what's better than spaghetti for breakfast? And I think there's, I don't think spaghetti is a breakfast food. No, he eats it. And then he drinks like three litres of Coke. Yeah. Cola. Well, in the movie, it's Coke. Okay. Well, we're not going to give them free advertising. (laughs) So it's cola. Okay. (laughs) So the next morning, a FedEx man arrives with the results of the DNA test. And it confirms that he is Walter's son. Buddy and Michael are really happy. Walter is not, especially since he must take Buddy with him to work so Emily can attend an important meeting. So Walter makes Buddy wear a suit so he's not in his elf costume the whole time. Buddy tries to learn about his mum from Walter and kind of sees a softer side to him um, as opposed to like the hard businessman kind of fella. But then... The big boss comes in, the CEO, and he's mad because the books they've been producing are missing pages. Yeah, that's what I said. They're missing pages. Yeah. He says that Walter has until Christmas Eve to come up with the best Christmas book or else he is fired. It's probably too late to come up with a book. Christmas yeah. Eve, to be honest. By the Christmas time it comes book. out. Be I don't Christmas. even think they come out with a Christmas. Well, they do come out with a Christmas book in the end, but initially they're thinking of a book about a vegetables that can talk. Later that night, after a day at work, Jovi and Buddy go on their date. At first, it isn't going well. After he says that their like hot dinner date was at a hot dog vendor from the street, she goes, "Oh, like this is all he's taking me to." But he impresses her by being very good at playing the bells. Yeah, I don't think that's a thing in the... Ding, 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 I mean, maybe that is a thing. In their date in the movie, he takes her to, like, the world's best cup of coffee place and and they run around in a revolving door in a building. There's lots of stuff. Yeah, they were probably restricted in Manchester for that sort of stuff. Uh, Buddy promises to give Jovi a real Christmas and that means a Christmas Eve dinner at the Tavern on the Green like she's always dreamed. Perfect. Yeah. And he says, I'll totally give you this, not even knowing what any of that means. So they sing a song called A Christmas Song and we can see that Jovi's Christmas spirit start to appear as the date ends. Is this movie full of sleigh bells? I mean this play. What do you mean? I imagine there's a lot of sleigh bells in the music. Like, ding, ding, ding. That, I don't think that's how the noise ching, I would make for... Ching, ching. Yeah, I think it's more of a... Ching, 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 You reckon? <laughs> yeah, like a train. <laughs> no. <laughs> they end up kissing. Wow. There's, I mean, I got some questions because I know he's an adult human, but he thought he was a child elf his whole life. So does he? He know? thought he was an adult elf. Whatever. I don't know. Do elves do sexy stuff? Yeah, I watched something the other day where the elves were banging. 
Or we're watching. We're watching I don't something. know what you were watching. No, we'll watch. I don't, I don't know what you were watching. <laughs> we were watching something and the elves saw Mr. and Mrs. Claus doing it. And then this was South Park. Was it South Park? Yeah, yeah see, South Park. No, so this is the same canon as South Park. Yeah. Okay. Oh. But I also thought it was weird because I still feel like his maturity isn't that av- as an adult. She's banging a kid, let's be honest. Well, they didn't bang. Well, she's kissing a kid. Yeah. Meanwhile, Walter, still at work, has just been given a manuscript for a children's story that could save his job. Written by a dead author, Chris Smith. Sounded a bit familiar. S- sounds a little bit like Chris Smith. Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> So he's known for writing good kids' books. And so it would be a Christmas Christmas story. It's a Christmas miracle. Yeah, Christmas miracle for Christmas. So so excited that Walter can finally do something on Christmas Eve. He goes, I've got the good story. We'll just give this to the boss. Buddy bursts in to tell Walter how he's in love now. And he's so happy about it. Walter's like, hey, can you just hold on a sec? This... The guy from the estate of Chris Smith is downstairs. We've got to try and make a good deal for this manuscript. And he's just like, go over there, buddy. But he goes, okay, I'll just go and entertain myself. Oh, let me make some snow. So he grabs the manuscript. Oh, no. Puts it through the shredding machine and it starts getting like snow. So he did get what he wanted. But that was the manuscript and the only one. So that's destroyed. So Walter explodes with anger and tells Buddy to get out of the apartment and out of his life. That's a bit more PC than him making fun of Peter Dinklage for being an elf, which is what happens in the... Is Peter Dinklage the boss in it? He, well, he's the writer. Chris Smith. So Chris Smith is dead in this one. Yeah. I don't think his name's Chris Smith either. No. What, and Buddy says what? Oh, you're a little elf. Yeah. He says, oh, you're, you're an angry elf. You must be from the South Pole. <laughs> and then That's um, pretty funny. And then, he be- and then Peter Dinklage beats him up. And leaves. Okay, well, that's Act 1. Yep, it sounds like a worse version of the uh, movie so far. Worse version, why? Because it's more appropriate for children. Because it didn't need to exist. (laughs) Well, I'll play some songs for you. So that's the songs, As You Expected. No, it sounds sounds too much like a musical. The the singer doesn't sound like an elf man. The singer sounds like SpongeBob SquarePants. All musicals, I'm saying it. I'm saying it. All of these rehashed musicals sound the same. So, from what you know so far, would you go see this? No. Why not? Because I don't need to. But I've you... seen it. I've seen a good version of it already. <laughs> this is pretty funny, though. Maybe. You know what else was funny? The what? movie Elf from 2003. Allegedly. Act 2. Let's get into it. So the Santa from the beginning of the show hurries back from intermission to tell us all the story again of Buddy, the elf. Back at the apartment, Buddy is has left and he's left an apology and a goodbye letter for Walter, Emily and Michael. And he starts wandering the street of New York until he ends up at a Chinese restaurant with several other Santas and elves on Christmas Eve. So these are the ones that work at like the shopping centers and stuff like that they complain about the state of christmas and children these days singing a song called nobody cares about santa 
And when they leave to return to their families, they're like, well, buddy, don't you have a family? He goes, nah, my dad hates me. And they're like, do you know what will make him not hate you? Getting him a present. And then he'll like you, buddy. And then buddy goes, yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. Wait a second, did you say it's Christmas Eve right now? Oh man, I promised Jovi to take her to the on the green tavern. Tavern on the green. Yeah. So elsewhere, we see Jovi who's standing at the front of Tavern on the Green, upset, and has been waiting for Buddy for almost two hours. She is so mad, so sad. She sings a song called "Never Fall in Love with an Elf." And there's a line that says, "While others deck the halls, you dream of decking him." Is that the funny bit you spoke about earlier or? No, this what I thought was a bit aggressive. <laughs> Don't leave your ladies hanging out there, people. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right, fellas? So, Buddy arrives, apologizes and says, "I'm so sorry." And she goes, "Why? Why are we here?" He goes, "I forgot." Like, no good reason. And then, can you believe it? That reason makes her not happy with him. Still. So he gives Jovi the snow globe that Santa gave him when he left the North Pole. Still upset, Jovi goes, What the frig am I doing? Wasting my Christmas Eve here with a guy I just want to deck in the face with this snow globe. And she leaves. When Emily and Michael find Buddy's note, they're very, very sad about it. Emily tells Michael that even though she loves buddy you know i like him he's a good guy but it's pretty crazy that he believes in santa at 30 years old and michael goes that's not what crazy is kids believe in santa all the time she goes that's different it's cute when kids do that and then they both see santa's sleigh fly through the sky which now starts to get them to believe in santa they're like whoa you see that crazy that's a christmas miracle they head to walter's office to tell him about what they just saw and they find him in a state where he really is trying to come up with a great idea for a kid's book. So this is all have to be done by the deadline. So the boss will arrive eventually. And Michael goes, I knew dad wouldn't care that Buddy's out there missing for no reason. Dad, you suck. And then the boss comes in called Greenway. Walter starts beginning his awful pitch, which is based off his assistant story about a Hungarian grandmother who had a story of a boy who had one leg and all he wanted for Christmas every year was a leg. And one year he was a really good boy and he got a leg. And then they kept asking questions like, what, is there a leg just attached to him or is it in a present? She just goes, yes, yes, that's what happens. So not going to be a popular book. Greenway, not really happy with it. Buddy comes in and interrupts as Walter is trying to tell the story of this Hungarian kid. And Buddy goes, oh, you want a Christmas story? I'll tell you a good Christmas story. Here's the story of someone called Buddy the Elf. And starts going into pretty much what happens in the musical up until now. That's the name of the movie. Yeah. And it turns into a song, classic, and even Walter and Michael join in on it. Greenway loves it, but he wants to change it to not being an elf. He said, I think it will be better if we make it a horse. What? Yeah. Because market research shows that 
the teens, girl teens, really vibe off horses, so they will sell a lot more books. Michael goes, no, that's a dumb idea. Um, and then Greenway goes, cool, whatever, I'm not going to take advice from a kid who doesn't know how to market to kids. All right, you idiot. Walter says, please don't be mean to my family, sir. Greenway goes, well, whatever, this is a great story. Let's keep working on it all night and then tomorrow and we'll try and get it out as quick as we can. And Walter goes, but that's Christmas. And he goes, I don't care. I'm not spending time with my family. And then Walter goes, well, that's it. I'm quitting because I will actually do that for my family, which literally an hour ago he was saying he didn't care about his own employees wanting to get home to their family. He's had a real uh, turnaround, a really, really big character development. Yeah, just from Buddy telling him his story, even though Walter literally was there nearly every step of the way, but it's like hearing it third hand. He goes, whoa, Phew, that Walter guy's a bit of a villain, huh? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes the hardest truth to hear is the one about yourself. Yeah, some might say that. But Greenway ends up firing Walter and storming out. When Michael tells Buddy that they saw Santa's sleigh land, Buddy goes, Oh no, that's not meant to land. That's meant to keep flying. Oh man, we need Christmas spirit stat. So they run to find the sleigh. They find it. Santa is sitting there very glumly besides the sled. And when Buddy's family meets Santa, it gives a little power to the sleigh, but not enough. It's, you know, close spirit going straight to it. However, after having some Christmas spirit from Walter, he gets taken off the naughty list. Thank goodness. Does he sing? That's what, how, what happens in the, in the movie. They're all singing to give Christmas spirit to, the, to Santa and Walter's pretending to sing and then his son's like, you're not singing, you got to actually sing. And then he sings and that's enough to, to make it fly. Well, this isn't enough to make it fly. What happens? Nearby, Buddy spots a camera news crew and he grabs the microphone and begs all of New York to believe what he's telling them and that is to believe in Christmas. And also everyone, by the way, Santa's real and they're like, whatever, you're crazy, crazy man. And then he goes, I can tell you what you wanted for Christmas in this year. You wanted a bike. And she goes, so what? Everyone wanted a bike when they were 10. That doesn't mean anything. And he's literally able to tell everyone what they want but they still don't believe him. And he goes, well, whatever it loses, Christmas isn't even about presents, you idiots, even though I brought this up. It's about family, being in traffic, having hope, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. And then while he's talking, it starts snowing. And he tries to encourage everyone to start singing with him, but no one will. But in the crowd, out comes Jovi, who starts singing along with him. And she's not mad at him anymore because she believes that he's the reason it started snowing. So they're all singing called a Christmas song. It creates Christmas spirit and Santa sleigh has enough power to finally keep on going and finishing off the night with dropping off presents. In the performance, it gets a bit phantomy and he goes over the crowd in the sleigh. Cool. Oh, I get it. Because like how in Phantom of the Opera with the chandelier, how it goes like crashing like over the crowd. They do that with the sleigh. So very dangerous. Will be hard to do in a local theatre if you don't have the right things. Or else you're going to get a bit of uh, Spider-Man turn off. 
Am I right? Uh, Am I right? Am I right, everyone? (laughs) Google it. Google it. Happy ending for all. We see eventually Buddy gets married to Jovi and they have a baby and they bring it to see Santa. And that's how the show ends with the finale. Yep. Everything that you remembered? Yeah. Uh, there's There's no park rangers trying to catch Santa, so no stakes but uh yeah it certainly sounds kind of like elf but with songs was yeah. there a good soundtrack or surely zoe made herself sing in the movie of course zoe deschanel yeah. sings in the, in the movie <laughs> but that's okay there's a plot point where she's singing in the shower and buddy's sitting outside listening and she's like what the hell are you doing in here he's like i was just singing with you okay well that's weird yeah. I can see why they excluded that part in it. So you still wouldn't see it? No. No interest. Two in a row you've got me on and I've not had any interest. Personally, I'm not the biggest fan of Christmassy kind of stuff, but I actually thought it was pretty funny to watch as there were adult jokes in it too. Oh, like every kid's movie ever made. Really? Which you hate. Well, would I pay money to see it, you're wondering? Uh, maybe it was a big group going and it was something to do. Just say we've had Jake Douglas said that we can't see the Christmas lights with him. And this is also on the agenda. <laughs> All right, another unsuccessful one. You won't Get me watch... on for some good ones. Well, you won't watch a Star Wars one. No. I... Here, here, I don't like churchy stuff and I don't like remake rehashes of stuff. So just find something that isn't those two things. You want an original musical based off no source material ever in the history of literature. Yep, that's what I'm saying. What about based on a true story? Uh, that's probably fine. So it's allowed to be based on something that actually happened, but it can't be based on something that you've already seen. It's, I just don't want a movie that I've seen to be put on the stage and I have to watch that. And I don't want it to be a parody of something I've seen because they're lame. And I don't want it to be like religiousy because I'm not. And that's not my my jam. If if it's if it's based on a, if it's a rehash of something, but I haven't seen the source material, then I'll accept that. All right, Lexi. Thank you for joining me. As a shock to no one, you didn't like this musical. I guess we're gonna try again next time, huh? I'm looking forward to it. Anything to plug? Chocolatenels.com.au for. Footy Supercoach BBL. Check it out. BBL, which is the British Basketball League. Mm. People won't. People think you're talking about Brazilian butt lift. <laughs> no, they don't. They're the people that. They listen. know it's cricket. It's cricket. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for joining me, Alexi. Bye bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, guys, to this episode of Drinks and a Show. Subscribe for new episodes out on Tuesdays. Follow Drink Show Pod, Insta, Twitter, Spotify playlist. Check it out. Give that a like so you can see when it's updated with all the songs that I'll do episodes on. So a lot of spoilers to know what future episodes will be if you just check out that Spotify playlist and you can give it a five-star review if you like it. If you want to give it anything less than a five-star review, highly recommend not doing that and just letting me know why you don't think it's five stars okay thank you for listening catch you all next time bye